Shrek. Shrek. Check. Check. Checks mix. Checks mix. The peanut butter checks. <laughs> Trek. Hey. Clap sync. Uh, going down the cereal aisle, looking at checks and like Cheerios is always the best because they used to be like the healthy ones. Now <laughs> they got all kinds of flavors: peanut butter, yeah, uh, muddy buddy. It's kind of a mess, like when berry. you think about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've we've started like I love how the trend in so many like health lanes is just to make it like less healthy. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Just. <laughs> It used to be Cheerios and Honey Nut Cheerios and then multigrain Cheerios, yeah. then Apple Cinnamon, and then it just fucking Blueberry, expl- Vanilla, Chocolate Cheerios. Yeah, bro. Not, not many people are cut for that, like, healthy life. You know what I mean? Like, when you see people get, like, trail mix, but it's the one with, like, all the chocolate, chocolate. and shit in it. I mean, which, no cap, that's the <laughs> one that I'm going for, too. Like, trail mix, but just the chocolate-covered stuff. But, like, when you see people do that, it's like, they're either in denial or they're leaning into the fact that they only like the chocolate shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the, I've been the unhealthy shit. I've been like working out and like I'm proud of like my upper body and my arms and stuff, but my stomach is still like <laughs> soft and shitty because <laughs> I just can't. I don't do enough <laughs> core workouts and I don't eat healthy enough. Bro, it's it's a struggle. Like especially with the year that we've had, it was like I'm not even focused on that. I'm focused on my artistic and mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like that physical. That physical shit was kind of taking the back seat for a little while. I'm I'm ashamed to admit it because I was kind of just loafing, watching uh, Game of Thrones and like Curb Your Enthusiasm and just making music. Like mm. after the album came out, I was like, all right, let me take a little bit of time to promote this thing, put out the music videos and all that shit. Let me get back into the studio. And aside from that, I wasn't really doing much else. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Sanchez, Million X Girlfriends Podcast. This is my boy John Phelps sitting on my left here to your right. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, So anyway, yeah, we're just, uh, yeah, you just, yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, (laughs) oh, it's 420. Oh, shit. (laughs) Look at that. You know what? I got to, I think we should do a real quick cut. Do a splice break. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to run grab my vape from the car. Keep talking. Yeah. So uh, the alarm is going off, notifying us that it is 4.20 p.m. on uh, June 21st, something like that, um, 2021. And, yeah, we, we are here on the MXG podcast. We're here on the Million X Girlfriends podcast. I'm kicking it with my boy Juan Sanchez. Um, I got an album out now called John. It's eight tracks that I self-produced myself. Um wrote produced mixed mastered all that shit myself and if you like what you uh what you hear or if you want to know more about me and my music uh check me out on spotify all that other bullshit um well all those streaming services uh on social media it's uh its john phelps right there i don't know he'll be back here any second now i hear the door opening Here he comes. Got the vape? All right. Seeing as you're my guest, I let you take the inaugural 420 hit. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. This is just THC, so not no, like, other shit? Yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, probably, like, uh, Indica or something. But um, I want to talk about uh, your album a little bit, something, uh, the little supplemental thing you did for it, the eight-page booklet. Yes, sir, yeah. 
This is the problem with like running up and down stairs and stuff. Like yeah, you got to get on that uh, strength and conditioning tip, bro. My heart's pounding out of my chest and I can't fucking think straight because all I hear <laughs> in my head is <laughs> in through the nose and out through the mouth, you know, right. or in through the nose and out through the nose, too, because it's it's even harder. But if you can get better at it, it regulates your your cardio like I know mm-hmm, that because, yeah. like, sometimes when I go running, I'll push myself to the point where, like, I, I feel like my heart's about to explode, but I'll try to maintain that breathing pattern yes. the whole time, like you said. Yeah, bro. And when I finish, I always feel like I'm about to die, but I always feel better for not letting myself go <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Right. But uh, the little eight-page supplemental book that yeah, you Yeah, the little zine. The yeah. little booklet. That shit was dope. Thank I, you, man. I forget about – I forget that shit like that happens all the time, you know? Like, I, I want to do things like that, but I'm just – too too lazy and not creative enough, you know? Like, you did, like, all the design direction on that and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, Matt Sullivan, M. Sully Media, shot all the pictures. He shout does. Shout out, Sully. Shout out to the Sull. Um, he he took all the pictures, um, and I designed it myself and printed it at Staples. It was, uh, you know, it cost all, like, 50 bucks, but Old I just. School. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, And I just thought it would be cool to give something like that to people who. Um, who purchased on the first round of merch, you know, and the next one's coming out in July. Um, trying to release like a couple in a year, you know, nice. just to do something for the fans. Cause I wanted to get like a mailing list, but not just a mailing list, like not just having emails every once in a while asking you to, you know, come to a show or whatever. What I rather do is just like put something out for fans and supporters, um, that is like physical and concrete and that they appreciate and, Keeps me on their, you know, frontal lobe, <laughs> so to speak. I, I will admit I do listen to the album every now and again. I have it downloaded to my title. And sometimes when I'm just out of ideas or, like, something else to listen to, I'll just throw it on and just give it a run through again. Hell yeah, man. Appreciate it. Um, I was thinking, uh, I do like some of the I do like some of the lyrics. Um, mm-hmm. I can't catch what all of them are off the top of my head. So um, I was thinking you should do like a thing where like just like the zine, just like do like a separate like lyric booklet or something. Yeah. And uh, business idea, just like charge a dollar for it or something, you know? Because mm. like uh, that's you don't have to. The the reason that I was thinking about it was because there's this guy I follow, Mike Garmini. He uh released a couple of songs. He didn't put them on streaming services back in October. He just released a couple of songs privately to uh to fans who like paid for them. Okay, that's dope. So, like, I was thinking, like, you know, a dollar or whatever will offset the cost for, like, shipping and making the book probably. Depending. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't know, whatever. It was just an idea I had. That's why I wanted to, like, present yeah. it to you. I appreciate it, man. I mean, like I said, I'm pr- trying to put out a couple of them a year. So the next one um, we just shot, and it's getting designed right now. And then it'll mm. be – it'll probably be in people's mail in, like, you know, the next two weeks, something like that. Yeah. Have you thought about uh, sp- I don't, do you remember when Spocky did the the vinyl release? Yeah, yeah. I I think that would be so dope. It's it's honestly been a dream of mine to be like to have my shit on a vinyl record. Um, because I'm a huge vinyl collector and, and mm. fan just overall of of the you know. I have a small little collection over there, just stuff that's like important oh yeah to me or means something to me. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a look through it later. Hell yeah, I'd love to. Some, there's some like Charlie XCX in there. There's some uh, Childish Gambino, you know. Hell yeah. What's your favorite record that you have? Um, um, Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man soundtrack. 
That's crazy. My favorite record that I own is Marvin uh, Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On." That is a good. That's album. my that's my favorite fucking. I don't know album. that one as well as "Here My Dear." Here yeah. My Dear is the one that I know. That's Hell a yeah. good. That's a good one. Yeah. No, Marvin Gaye's probably one of my favorite like singers, songwriters, performers. Um, one of my favorites, but I think like James Brown is up there as well. Probably like just a little higher, just because his vibe. Like I'm always <laughs> in the mood for some some James Brown. My James Brown is <coughs> sometimes I'll get like a little like shuffle dance going on. Right. Yeah. That's very James you Brown got to very James Brown every time I do it. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking of every time I, I do love it. that shit, you know. <coughs> bow, bow. Crazy. Uh, have you ever watched like studio footage of him? Yeah, just like, like chilling. Yeah, chilling with like the live band and like he's just like, "No, nah, you got to like like loosen it up, like put more funk on it or like mm. it doesn't sound right." Like it, he was totally meticulous about just those breaks, you know, yeah. those those little loops. Yeah, I was listening to a song of my sister's the other day. I think it was from, like, Hairspray or something like that, you know. But there was a section in the middle that sounded like something James Brown would just rip up the dance floor on. Like, it was just like <laughs> a little instrumental break. And I remember thinking, oh, James Brown would set the stage on fire with this. Bro, <laughs> one of the best. I mean, when you talk about, like, people that inspire you, like, dudes like that and their legacy and, you know, how they – constructed you know amazing records like a man's world is such an amazing song to this day and it's so free and shit and i think that that's what it's i really love about <laughs> that's like i love that shit about his performance i love that same sh- shit i love about like velvet underground like just the freeness of it you know the freeness of the vocals gotta be free i do like uh one thing i am a big fan of with like a. Uh you mentioned Velvet Underground, like some like that's a sludgy, like proto punk garage rock type stuff. Is the almost not lack of timing, but the way like sometimes the musicians get out of time with each other, mm-hmm. or like the way they speed up, or they're kind of sloppy, but it's still coherent. Yeah, like that, like the kind of thing I'm talking about is all over Green Day's first album, Ten Thirty Nine. Oh like yeah, I don't know their first album. I know Dookie, so that's a I've listened to way too much Green Day and <laughs> I still listen to too much Green Day for a 29 year old man but hey man I fucks with Green Day like yeah. Joey Billy Joel Armstrong bro problem with it problem mm. with it <laughs> like his his like I don't know his his contribution to the like the the palm mute style of playing is so dope because he would he would come off the string a little bit and go back on yeah. and come back you know what I mean it just made like a different rhythm out of that that thing it was so sick he's also a really good lead guitarist who people forget because like he didn't do it for a lot of years but like yeah 1039 has solos all over it and then he kind of backed off the stick a little bit for dookie and insomniac um there's some solos on nimrod some solos on misery mm-hmm. um and i remember him making a big deal when american idiot came out he's like yeah we're playing solos again man <laughs> for real? i said misery i meant warning um that's a 2000 album, the the one that uh, everybody kind of overlooks. But uh, Misery? Th- there's you a, there's a song on there called Misery that's mm. really awesome. That's why I was getting it because gotcha. the name of the album is Warning, but my favorite song on that is Misery. But um, yeah, yeah, Billy Billy Joe is a really good guitar player, and it, it really gets downplayed. I don't know why, because of like record pressures or whatever, because of whatever's popular in the collective consciousness. But <laughs> they're also really good at playing hardcore too. But like they just refuse to, like they just refuse to do what they do best. Instead, they hmm. keep doing like the 
the clean, radio-friendly pop stuff, which they're also yeah. good at, but they've ran that sound into the ground. I heard some shit recently that I was like, yeah, this is not uh, anything like what <laughs> I knew uh, Green Day for. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is not Oh, their most recent album for me. atrocious. Yeah, man, I'm sorry, but I just can't. I literally can't called father of all motherfuckers. Hey, nice. S edgy. <laughs> That's like it's yeah. like seventeen year old who like just visited Hot Topic for the first time. Mm. Father of all motherfuckers. Cut okay. their wrists and they bleed beanie babies and eyeliner. Oh damn! <laughs> Not the beanie babies. <laughs> <laughs> Not the beanie babies. Bro, some Which of them joints are worth a lot of money now, though. Some of them, dude. I saw fucking Beanie Babies in a store. I went in today, six dollars each. I was like, "What the fuck year is it?" When did that happen? I I don't you know. know. I really don't know when that happened. I just I was in I was in a gas station today. Like I was I was at work. Uh, you know, I'm a fertilizer technician, so I had to find a bathroom real quickly. Oh shit! I'm standing at the counter to buy something, and um, I just look over to my left and I just see a rack of Beanie Babies. It mm-hmm. says T Y on it with the the fucking heart. Yeah, I actually have one over there that I got way back in like fourth or fifth grade. <laughs> but yeah, I was. What's I the craziest uh, Beanie Baby you've seen? Like the most like rare looking one you've ever seen? Do you know any like I rare ones? I don't know shit all about Beanie Babies. Yeah. They were around when I was a kid, but like I only ever had like a few of them. But I didn't. I didn't really. You care didn't collect them. them. I wouldn't collect no Beanie Babies yeah, no, either. Ev- they were given to me as a gift every now and again or something. Like I, I didn't really know fuck all about them. Mm-hmm. The only one I know is that's is that koala. I think it was koala mm-hmm. that I was given. In fact, let's get this little motherfucker. Yeah, get him on cam. Koala cam. <laughs> this there he is. this is Mel. I've had this since I was in like fifth grade. The only reason I know his name is Mel is because. Oh wait, it's got a little tramp stamp that yeah, tells the little, you the little tag. I thought the tag. I thought the tag faded, but. Yep. Anyway, so he's just going to sit there. Now he's chilling in the background. Mascot of the show, I bet. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) So this pandemic was rough on a lot of people's mental health. You know, just coming out of it where we're we're still trying to find a way to Mm -hmm. be normal again. Everyone's kind of have a hard time readjusting. Um, How how are you finding readjustment? How's the readjustment? period how's how's it feeling for you like readjusting to things being kind of open again and shit yeah like i'm pretty good it kind of feels like we're all just supposed to be like back into it yeah i mean everyone's everyone's expecting each other to just be with it again and we're all like we're all we're all holding our breath but we're all ready to like exhale at the same time (laughs) um yeah i mean like it definitely felt weird seeing just an event packed with people. Um, my first show back was uh, June twelfth at the Steel Yard, and there was so many people. I was there. I think I showed up afterwards. Right afterwards, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a short set, but it was like it was crazy to be back performing first of all, and then also to see so many people walking around without masks. I was like, well, that's that's shocking. You know what I mean? That's completely different. That's a new thing. And then um couple days later i had a show at the revival brewing company in providence oh yeah it was pretty pretty cool place i'd never been there but that spot's dope so uh brewing companies are popping up all over the place i'll, I'll put that on the back burner for later this one yeah th- um this place revival was uh, out of like a garage near um eagle square and um actually right across the street from the steel yard um but yeah like you see i don't know it, like you're starting to see a lot more different kinds of business pop up 
mm. you know, and, and also like the the format is kind of changing for a lot of businesses, the services, the uh, the provisions and also just like the locations like you're having breweries pop out of garages, out of tree houses, out of mailboxes like that's uh, a <coughs> getting back to events packed with people that night. I went to um, I went to free play arcade. Coliseum used to be. Yeah. And um, just so many people in there. And like at first, I didn't think anything about it. I was just like, yeah, whatever. It's a place full of people. I understand. There's this is a, it's an attraction. There's <laughs> video games in here. You know, right. There's cabinets. There's pinball. Donkey Kong and shit. There's two club rooms upstairs. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It should be packed. And then like afterwards, I was thinking like, oh no, we're coming out of a pandemic. It hasn't right. been like that in forever. And then yeah, bro. People are gonna get wrecked. People are going to get wrecked, and they're going to be like, oh, shit, I took that vaccine, but I still feel sick. Well, it's like, yeah, dude, because fucking, you yeah. know, you've got fucking arthritis and conjunctivitis and <laughs> all these itises. Yeah. Know, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> be, like, uh, like I said, when I was actually <laughs> in there, I was getting fucking wasted, so I wasn't thinking about it. Right. I was just like, whatever, I'm having fun. You're slapping them buttons and shit. Playing Star Trek pinball and shit. I'm like, yeah, racking up points. Get over here, number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then, like, yeah, at one point I was, like, dancing upstairs and, like, the small like the small club room was just packed with people. Yeah. And I was just getting my fucking dance on. And then at one point I realized, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm really close to other people. Yeah. I think I should be paranoid now. <laughs> right. Well, I, I went to the last two events. Um, I rolled up initially with, uh, with a mask on because, like, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust people like, like right that. Yeah, it still feels like the right thing to do, and I'm not, like, totally ready to just be, like, breathing in all these people's air, but I've realized, like, there's a whole, like, feeling that, like, if you're still wearing a mask at, like, a party when nobody else is wearing a mask, people are like, what you ain't you vaccinated? What you ain't? Like, it feels like this weird thing. Like, people are yeah. looking at you like the out, like the weird, the weirdo now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro. So I, I caved and took my shit off after a little while. Because I was like, oh, wait, I mean, we we good, you know, I don't know, like, I know most of these people, you the know. first time I went to a bar, like, after all this, was like, a couple, like, <laughs> four or five weeks ago, um, I went in with my mask on. This was still early in the vaccination process, so there were all the people in there with masks on, too. They were, all like, you know, it was, like, half masks. Right. But, uh, there's a place out in West Greenwich Tavern on the Hill, and uh, they were doing karaoke, and, like, I went in there first, like, I w- like wearing my mask, like, me and my friends, mm-hmm. and uh, the lady bartender she's all like she asked me for my uh id after i order a drink and she goes pull your mask down <laughs> yeah trying like, to see if it's really and i was like uh okay like she was just like aggressive about it so I was yeah like, uh, okay like i pulled it down she's like you're way too handsome to be wearing a mask and i'm like ah <laughs> thanks but you're getting a regular tip honey <laughs> yeah yeah they'll try i mean nah, that's I mean, kind of their that's kind of their job i always tip them you know at least 20 percent anyway so facts I went to a restaurant uh, a couple weeks back, and I gave the waiter a 40% tip because me and my friend had been, like, ma- <laughs> we had been making these jokes with each other all night about him. We were just, like, riffing about him all night. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, look at this fuck boy. Ah, you better leave that guy alone. Just, like, stuff like Damn. that. And uh, so, like, at the end of the night, I said to her, I was like, I'm giving him a 40% tip because I really liked him. And she's like, oh, well, now I don't have to tip him, do I? <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. Damn. Nah, she did because she's a good person, but. <laughs> gotta tip gotta tip your waiters and bartenders and all that oh yeah i should have this is so ramshackle i forgot to even like say what time <coughs> is. so usually like when i have a guest i try to talk for about an hour and i'm about to run out of battery power now so the audio is going to keep going but i might have to play around with the video for a little it's cool. bit so yeah i wonder if that battery is done charging see i don't ever like i don't ever like prepare shit ahead of uh. time so 
I don't know. We'll see. Um, well, let's just do it with the audio. You know. So you're doing that streaming show at AS220. Yeah, that's the 22nd. Yep. That'll be tomorrow. No, t- uh, two days from now, some shit like that. Two days from now, that's... I know, tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah, the 22nd. I don't have, yeah, I don't have the calendar in front of me right now, but yeah, I think it's tomorrow. Right there, demotivational calendar. Boom. Oh, it's... <laughs> Happiness. Everything happens for a reason. The main one being that you made a bad decision. Let's mm. let's talk about that. That's funny. Everything happens for a reason. The main one being that you made a bad decision. Yeah, that one's a little that one's a little bit more general than some of the other ones. Some of the other ones are really funny. Like uh friendship, uh people who make you do things or something that you don't want to do or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that, this one's wild. This one's a lot to unpack. Who made this? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know why. Just like one of those fake motivational sort of things. Yeah, because yeah. last year I had a Mr. Rogers calendar. Like, I got a Mr. Roger ca- Rogers calendar at the beginning of the year. And yeah. And being a fucking terrible year. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this year's Switched gonna it be. up. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what this year's going to be. Like, I'm going to get a yeah. motivational calendar. Hey, you never know. This could be uh the, the glow up. Well, yeah, things, <laughs> are look, things are generally looking up. Yeah. Like I said, I am st- I am actually kind of starting to like the way I look now. Now that I'm like uh, you know, 29, finally feel like I'm starting to look like an adult man. <laughs> you All finally right. like uh I'm just going to swap that out. Word. Uh yeah, I didn't I didn't really Yeah, getting older is cool. I, oh oh oh. <laughs> getting Check. over is re- getting older is real cool. Like the other day I fucking was skating and fucked my wrist up and I was <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, great." All right, you know. I, I pulled a muscle in my back the other week. Like, you know, shit's oh, cool. Man, dude. That I shit's trash. I you got know? back problems like a motherfucker. I got sciatica, so I feel you on that one. Oh, yeah. S- sciatica, is that the joint with the where your bones, like, meld together or some shit like that? It's or is it? Uh-huh. It's, like, a nerve issue? Oh, fuck. Oh, sciatic. The sciatic nerve goes through your whole shit. So you're just, you just spaz, your shit just spazzes out or you have bad, you bad days and stuff? Sheesh. Well, what happened was I was, uh... Heated. What happened was I'm trying <laughs> to balance this microphone out. With this ca- see, you can't see because the video's off right now, but, like, I'm, yep. I'm holding this like a clown. And the wide-angle lens is all up in my face, and it looks goofy. That's bad. But anyway, so I was... Only there's footage of this. I was working, and, um... There he is. Okay, I think we're back. And we're back! And we're back. So, anyway, I was working, and uh, I work with, like, a 300-pound fertilizer machine. It's like a ride-on machine. Oh, shit. Um, I was going up a hill, and I was trying to go up a hill where the grass met the road. And mm-hmm. I, like, you'd sometimes to go up a hill, you got to jump off the back and walk behind it. Uh, you can't ride it up a hill sometimes just because of, of the way they, they, they won't go properly. So I jumped off. I got ready to like walk up the hill behind it, but my foot slipped out on some sand on the on the uh, pavement. Motherfucking sand. And the one foot slipped. The one foot s- stayed still, but because my foot went way out, all that weight, that three hundred pounds, was just yeah on yeah on your right shit. into Damn. my lower back. And uh, my back was just fucked for the rest of that day. Yeah, bro. And no, I also no did joke. a wrong lawn that day, which is a big no-no in my industry. Uh, what is it? When you do when you do a wrong like when you fertilize a, a lawn you're not supposed to, that's just that's just a big no. Oh, you fertilize like somebody else's lawn or just uh 
just a house I wasn't supposed to. Fuck. Or where it wasn't one of our customers, so I could have <laughs> got, gotten in big That's trouble. a fireable offense, sir. Yes. Yep. And losing your license offense. Oh, <laughs> shit. For real? <laughs> yep. Why is that? Why would you lose your license? I mean, like. Your pesticide You could license. kill. Oh, oh, you could just totally yeah. mark somebody's whole shit. Yep. Wow. Uh, no. And, uh, I, yeah, so I got to be careful about that in the future because that's like literally my livelihood. Yeah. No, don't lose that. Don't lose your livelihood, bro. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Not now. Um. So yeah, get it getting older. Um. <laughs> what's what's let's revisit that for a second. What's that like? What's as as I, as I um. You know I I I uh. There's a point in my life where I was like, kind of thought I knew who I was, but like you know mm-hmm. things have happened in the last year or so, and I'm just like. I don't, I really don't know who I am. Day to day, it's like, you just mm-hmm. realize you're kind of changing all the time. You think you have a grip on it. Mm. And sometimes you just wake up and you just, your thoughts are just errant and like desperate. Yeah. And uh, I think, how do, I can't, some, sometimes I wake up and it's just like, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to live through today and hope something, hope, hope there's something tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That that could just be like I think that's just like a pan. That's just general <laughs> shit. That's just general shit everyone goes through. I'm um, not trying to like yeah, get all like know. deep and existential with it. Yeah, I don't but, know. Like, I, I think had, like, like I think when when you're doing a lot of that, there's kind of um, I think your your mind, your spirit is telling you that you want like a goal. You know, you want something to to kind of move forward on, like something to get done next week. Or you know, like a a pr- like something you know, it's a project. It's or I will admit, it's been really hard for me lately to like. Yeah, to do creative stuff. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, um, and sometimes like the most creative shit you can do is just you know switch it up. You know, like, um, I'll typically rotate between like three sort of like hobbies and shit. You know, but like a constant, um, because it's my livelihood is like music production and shit like that and mm-hmm. video production. So. Um, I don't really run out of, I mean, I can run out of inspiration to do that sort of stuff, but I don't know. I kind of just switch gears when I feel that way. You know what I mean? I'll get more into something else. Like I just picked up like golfing cause that's fun. And I, I and, love and it, yeah, it's a fun way to sort of like switch up what you're doing and get better in tune with like yeah. your focus. I've only played once this year cause I need to get a new golf bag. Like my golf bag's years old and fucking destroyed i went to go play one game of golf this year mm-hmm. the bag was like falling apart as oh. i was using it because i haven't used it in like eight years or something and i've had it since i was like <laughs> 14 <laughs> bro i just recently found out <coughs> i'm left-handed with the golf club yeah yeah i did not know that i mean i'm left-handed but i didn't know because there's other things that i do like i play guitar right-handed um i you know throw a baseball and all that stuff i bowl right-handed i you know um you know, we would play pond hockey. I would play with, you know, my, like, right. You know what I'm saying? But um, playing golf, like, I just switched it up and just s- started hitting dangers and shit. You know what I mean? Just at the driving range for now, I'm not good enough to even get on <laughs> the green. <laughs> mm. well you know I what I mean? That's a different level. That's hard. Like I said, I went and played a game for the first time in, like, eight or nine years recently. And yeah. every hole was, like, eight. Nine, oh yeah, ten shots. Yeah, yeah. And I was playing PGA Tour regulation rules, so if it's ten strokes, you just you just write ten. Oh yeah. If you do any more than ten strokes on a hole, 
you just write 10 and put an asterisk next to it just to move the fuck on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, other people Bro. gotta play through. <laughs> yeah, you know, facts. I mean, I'm I'm right now just into the driving range, you know. Um, but eventually, I wanna I wanna you know take some classes and you know hit the hit the green, hit the fairway. Yeah, I definitely gotta take some. I've never taken any swing lessons or anything like that in my life, so I definitely gotta do a little bit of that. Try to like work on how to like, cause I have this natural slice, mm-hmm. and it's because the club face turns out on the back swing. Okay. So sometimes I'll try to turn the club face in a little bit prior to swinging. That yeah. way it straightens out. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't always straighten out. Sometimes it comes out in on a funny angle. Yeah. And you end up just sculling the ball and it just goes like 10, 15 yards. Yeah. You just got to, you know, walk up behind it. You always want to keep, keep the left arm straight. Mm-hmm. And um, I always try to do, I always try to do the, uh, the bot grip. Yeah. That's the best one because this is you can just kind of put your hands next to each other. It creates a lot of flailing. Oh. That creates a little bit more like stability. Gotcha. Through. So what are you doing? You're putting the pinky between. Yeah. yeah you, well, like uh, so, so if I'm doing it left hand, if I'm doing it right handed. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, left hand closer to you, and then you just lock the right pinky. Oh. Like that. Gotcha. So I guess for you it would be more like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Your front hand is. Yeah. Vicing the pinky on the back. Gotcha. Yep, yep. Yeah. Dope. Hell yeah. You I'll try that out. I'll try that out this week. You learn something new every day. It's no, hard for facts. me to remember because, like, when I was a kid, it wasn't comfortable, so I didn't do it. Yeah. But, like, now that I'm an adult, like, it, it makes sense. And it just it feels right. more natural. And, like, sometimes, it's like. It's a refined game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, that you're, now that you're older, you can appreciate a refined game. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm out there with, uh, I'm out there with, like, a glass and just. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm out there trying not to fucking pass out. It'd be so hot sometimes. It's been so hot. Like yeah. and I like the heat, but goddamn, something about that sun when you're out. I went golfing. Like <laughs> I went golfing back in April when it was still kinda like when it was still moderately cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just did a bunch of edibles before I started playing. Oh, it, was, lit. it was great. I played so bad, but it was the most fun I've ever had. Man. Just out there by myself for like three hours <laughs> fucking golfing. Yeah. I mean, do you think the edibles helped with your performance or probably not? You said you had a bunch of them 10s. Maybe. Maybe. It might have been, you know, I mean, getting in the zone, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Like concentrating and Certain thinking about Certain shit will help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Certain shit it, it definitely helps with. Well, I, I mean, like, for me, like, weed doesn't necessarily mess with my brain like that. Mm-hmm. It, does, it definitely does help, like, doing physical stuff. Like uh, sometimes I sometimes I I need to get a little uh I'll have to try and get a little high before I go for a walk or something like if I'm like mm-hmm. going for like an exercise walk oh yeah I won't like I I may take I might take like you know one or two hits but like if I'm just going for like a walk walk just to like vibe I'll smoke a whole bowl or something <laughs> and just get out there and just be like wow man, wow, man. the world is amazing dude when you think about all the muscles working together to make me walk. Then the, s- the squirrels are not government spies. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of them. Well, some people think the squirrels are government spies because they smoke weed. You know what I mean? Like, so No, dead ass. Well, I found out recently, like, that's why that shit is a, a Schedule 1 drug is because it has so many different, like, effects on people. That, like, whereas cocaine, I think, just has, yeah. like, it, it's a schedule whatever less, you know. Yeah. And fucking because it only has one effect. But weed affects people so many different ways, and depending on how much you take of it or have, smoke, eat, whatever, mm. you know, 
So I was like, that's pretty interesting. I never knew why it was a Schedule 1. I thought it was just people like yeah. like haters. <laughs> just no, being no, no, like, no. yo, let's make it a Schedule 1 because fuck hippies. Yeah, no, I, I mean? I'll, I'm about to go pick up another one of these carts tonight. And I got one of these on last Monday. And three days later, it was like half gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's so easy to just get rid of this shit. Yeah. Well, especially the joints that you can just smoke inside and don't really smell like anything. Oh, you yeah. Know? Sometimes I'll just be sitting in a bar and I'll just take a big, I'll just take a big old rip in the middle of the bar, start coughing my lungs out. <laughs> Nothing's wrong over here. There's just a big old fucking vape cloud just dissipating vape cloud. in the air. <laughs> Your boy don't mind coming me. out of the smog, <laughs> like like Shaggy coming Shaggy. out of the <laughs> Just vape coming out of my fucking ears, <laughs> like <Yeah>. fucking Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider, that's even better. That's so funny, man. That like, but yeah, that's that's the real fucking issue with them joints. Is it makes it so much easier to just like boost your your consumption. I watched this crazy documentary on um on Jewel on the Jewel, and how like, they were like, yeah, the um we don't know if it has like any cancer effects. We just know that like, this thing is addicting as fuck. Kids are getting like. So many, you know, so many hits of this, like, nicotine joint and just fucking, like, hiding that shit in their fucking sleeve of their sweater while in history class. It's easier you know? to, it's easier to hit the vape more than it is, like, uh, anything that has any kind of leaf to it, like tobacco or weed. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you, you just can't smoke that shit inside. Yeah, tobac- tobacco and leaf kind of, like, any anything leafy prese- like pre- presents kind of a, uh, you know, it presents a... A tougher nature to it that's it's harder <laughs> to take more you know what i mean facts whereas like with the vape it's like it might be a little bit tough but it's ultimately a lot smoother and a lot easier to take yeah in. so it's easy to smoke half a tank in a day without thinking about it you're just mm-hmm. walking around just getting ripped hanging with your friends you're yeah just like, wow you look at it i can't do the oil like, pens i can't do the oil pens because i just do that all day every day it's easy and it's easy for me to just like be stoned all day and i don't i don't really need to be stoned all mm. day you know what i'm saying i don't even really like being stoned all day i'll just be i'll just be out like hanging down like mm-hmm. against the seawall my friends just uh. ride my longboard just be like i'm fucking yeah. flying bro for those for those uh for those experiences it's definitely useful though i'm going like five miles an hour almost crashing into kids <laughs> 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 Watch out. Oh, man, it's the funniest thing. Sometimes, like, I don't – I still don't know entirely how to stop. And, like, I'm not willing to – On the longboard? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, how I'm not willing to, like, throw myself on the ground and shit. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I'll just go right into a crowd of people. I'll be like, heads up, excuse me, coming through. Don't know how to stop this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes – I don't, Yeah, I wouldn't know how to stop it besides, like, dragging my foot. That's I do that sometimes. And then sometimes I'll do the uh, I'll do the stomp down on the back tail. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes that's give or go. Sometimes I'll throw myself off trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Other times I stop nice and clean. Mm-hmm. But uh Is it like a skirt out sort of thing? Like <laughs> No, thing. no, no. I just uh I wish I could do that. No, what I do is I just Just tail down. tail yeah. down and yeah. Just tail down, nose up and then sometimes it slides to a stop, sometimes I fucking fuck <laughs> that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that. I mean I can only imagine with a longboard how like that must fucking feel. But yeah. with like skateboards, yeah, like and my longboard isn't even like the. Did long you skate at all, or? When I was younger, yeah. Yeah, uh, gotcha. I was never really. I was never. You really weren't doing like tricks and nah. parks and shit like that. Nah, no, nah. I was doing. I was doing ollies and I was doing shove-its that I couldn't figure out how to land. Oh, for real? That's yeah. It. Yeah, I I never quite got dialed into like the kick flip heel flip, mm. but I could get like them varial kicks and. Shove it, big spins, yeah. uh, fakey varial, shit like that. But like, 
certain stuff I just couldn't dial in. And plus, like, I got too in my head about the whole thing. I was like, you know, I don't I don't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? And like once you're thinking that way, I feel like you're kind of like you're out of the zone. You know what I'm saying? I took a big spill one time when I was 14. It scared me away from skating for a while. Yeah. Literally What'd you do? Me. What happened? I was just going down. I was going down a ramp. And where the uh, where the ramp met the pavement at the park, <laughs> yeah, fucking just nose dived in. Well, no, like <laughs> I, I hit. I thought I hit it fine. You know, I was like, I was, I had my knees bent and I was like ready for it. Yeah. And I don't know what happened because I hit, I hit the transition where the ramp met the pavement, and my left foot kept going forward, but my right foot ended up on the ground, and I just did a big old fucking split. Yeah. And that shit hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, dude. <laughs> A couple bad spills will really, like, set the tone. I mean, I've done, like, skateboarding. Um, I've done, like, aggressive inline. And I've, like, never, like, I fucked my ulnar nerve up, like, skating. It, like, it took months to uh, to get that shit, like, back to normal because I had bruised it. I thought, like, I had, like, damage and shit, like, serious damage. I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was, like, just, like... Ulnar tunnel syndrome or some shit like that where like you know your hands are just like firing up but come to find out i just like smacked the fuck out of like the blade of my hand on like a ramp or something and for months i would just like sporadically feel like my arm just fire up in the middle of the night where like yeah. like just feeling like my hands like twitching and stuff like that it was awful i thought my shit was gonna go i was like yo if i can't play music if i, I like yeah, it's gonna get dark. You I've know what I mean? I've thought about that before too. Like if something happened to me where I couldn't like play music or anything anymore, or do something no. that I actually like, it's like I don't know what what would even be the point of living, bro. Like well, once I did that, I was like, well, no more of this skating shit for me. High key because like, you we have to you have to know like what your what your cause is. You know what your sort of like limitations are, um, and you got to be humbled by mortality. You know what I mean? Like your mortality is like no fucking joke and. You know, we're young bulls. We're trying to get out there and, and get it. But, like, you know, you're not going to be a young bull forever. And on top of that, like, nobody nobody's uh, impenetrable. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and having having that sort of uh, that sort of ailment for as long as it persisted, I was just like, yo. I've taken, I've taken, fuck a, lot that. Of, I've taken a lot of hits and suffered <coughs> a lot of damage mm-hmm. that I didn't – that I was surprised to come back from. And I just mm-hmm. know that one day it's, it's not going to happen like that. Oh, bro. I mean, yeah, like – I mean, it can go it can go left so quickly, you know, like one thing that like, yeah, things can go fucking left so quickly. And like you like what my I always think of like when things go terribly wrong and all you can think of is like, bro, all I can think of is like. Damn, this day started off so normal. <laughs> it was like I had no clue I was gonna get arrested today. I had no clue we were gonna like get into that brawl. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had no fucking clue. And you can't just like it's crazy. You can't forecast any of it. I just thought of this. The mm. two biggest things I'm afraid of happening to me as far as like health wise. Um um amputation, I don't wanna lose a limb, and I don't wanna get an S T D. Those are the two biggest <laughs> things. Two biggest things I'm Bruh. scared of. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no like, shit, man. Losing a limb and getting an STD are the two I thought you were going to say cancer or something like that. Nah, you know what? Can- yeah, cancer sucks and everything, but like... <laughs> there we go. He said, but... Cancer sucks, but that seems like a distant third compared to losing a li- living without a limb for the rest of your life and or getting any kind of STD. Yeah. Don't I'm want it. 
Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking want either of those. Yeah. I don't feel want you. cancer, but I feel like it would be like, you know, it's like, all right, at least I'm surrounded by my family and people I love and shit. At least I get to try cool experimental drugs. At least I got all these more. strangers wishing me well. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's wishing you well when you got the fucking clap. You know what yeah. I mean? They just fan, they just, just saying like, like you ho. You should have wrapped it up. Yeah. You should have made better decisions. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, bitch, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Could have happened to anybody. Everybody's got herpes. Shut up. I was blacked out. It's not my fault. It's fucking Johnny Walker's fault. Damn, blame blame Johnny Walker. <laughs> It was the Johnny Walker Red's fault. That stuff is way too well. No, it, it would actually be. What's the difference between the black and the red? Uh, the black one's aged twelve years. The red one's just a less mature. Ah. Uh. It, ta- it smells more like Scotch tape or something. Whereas, <laughs> like the black one actually has like notes and flavors. To it uh. actually has like some new. It's an experience. Exactly. It has yeah. kind of like a honey more oak kind of thing going on. Okay. Whereas the red is just like I said, like Scotch tape meets a sharpie. <laughs> It's fucking gross. Right. It's good for mixing, and like I, I shouldn't be mixing the black with the coke. It should, I should be sipping it straight. Straight. But do you do, do you sip neat or with some ice in there? I'll sip. Uh, I'll do it neat sometimes. That gets you fucked up if you're not ready. Yeah. Because like I always do neat with them, with them joints like Jameson neat yeah. or uh, Bullet neat. Johnny Walker black with a couple of drops of water in it. Fucking. Okay. Let it sit for a minute, and uh, I guess the water opens up the tannins or the flavor or whatever. I don't know. All right. I do it because that's what sophi- that's what that's what phosphistication is. <laughs> is that um like how many drops? Like three drops? Probably I, you probably just I don't know. Oh yeah. Use a straw, point point. Okay. But uh yeah, and sometimes I'll do it with ice just just cuz I don't want to like, you know, just cuz I don't want to get too Oh my god. Cuz the first times like I went out drinking, um we went to Trinity Brew House. In Providence, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but there was this bartender there, and he was, like, probably, I mean, he was an older dude, beard, you know, all that, and, uh... Oh, shit, I forgot to do a clap sync. That's all right. Nah, that's cool. This one's rolling This dude felt like he might have been, like, seven feet tall, and I'm like, hey, man, so, like, what do I, what, what, uh, what do I drink? What do you, what do you get? And he was like, well, uh, I do, and then I think he gave me, like, tequila neat. And I was like, and I'm like, bro, what? And like, it was like in a glass too. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I wasn't like shooting it. I was like sipping. And I, like, here's the thing: is I love, I love. I've had a lot of good times on tequila, but like getting it down, I just don't like the way it tastes. You know what I mean? It tastes just like the leaves are weird, like the agave or whatever that shit. Just kind of like tastes so. It tastes yeah, it like it's already thrown up. If aged. that makes sense. Aged tequila. I don't know if it was aged at all. If you have like resposado or oh resposado, no. whatever that's called, it was probably just like cuervo or some yeah. shit like that. Um, there's there's different there's different words that are attached to, ke- to to tequila. I know that resposado or reposado or whatever. Just like with Johnny Walker Red, it's just less mature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what the other words are, like milagro or something. Maybe that might be a brand. But basically, yeah. don't get don't get resposado tequila unless you're gonna mix it with something. If you're gonna drink it straight, uh, get an aged one hmm. that that's the way you want to go with gotcha that. but i uh, like uh like casamigos and i like uh, i like milagro you know yeah casamigos is good at uh after that steelyard event i went over to that restaurant troop which is like right down the yeah, road yeah yep um was there last night or no um like friday night some shit like that it was dope got um got two 
two margaritas made with Casamigos. They were eleven. Yeah, 11 yeah, bro. And Casamigos is fucking expensive. Yeah, man. But you know what? Those margaritas were good. I got fucked up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> the yeah the the drinks. I don't know. They they gotta have like different prices because I don't remember shit being this expensive before COVID. Like they got new outside prices or something because this is fucking nuts. Everything is more expensive since COVID. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like even like Taco Bell is fucking more expensive because of COVID. Like. Gas is up, which like, yo, dude, what? You know what I mean? Like today, I filled up my tank. It was like thirty bucks to fill up my tank. I'm like, I've never paid that much to, to get. Actually, no, once I did pay like thirty bucks, but today was like just under. I drove a pickup truck for years, so I'm used to paying a lot of money to fill up a tank. Bro, I drive a Nissan. I filled my shit up with thirty. Dude, I got a Nissan Sentra, and yeah, it usually yeah. it takes about from empty. It might take about thirty to thirty-five bucks to fill it up. For real? So to me, so to me, that's cheap. Yeah. Because, like, I'm used to spending 50, 60 bucks to fill up the tank. Mm -hmm. So. No, nah, I mean, well, um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was doing a lot of driving, um, and it was, like, 15 to fill up the tank. Especially if you went to, like, there's certain mobiles and shit like that that are just lower. Like, the one in Seekonk, um, if anybody watching knows this, you know about the Seekonk mobile that has, uh, like, <laughs> the cheapest gas in the world for some reason. <laughs> Like, how is it? How, why is it so cheap? I can't figure it out. You know what I mean? It's like 15, 25 cents, like, less per gallon than just improv. It's crazy. Yeah, well, closer to the city, I think, is... Well, closer to the city, it's going to be cheaper. Out here is, like, where it's going to be more expensive. Mm -hmm. It's like... I don't I don't know why, but like in the nicer areas like Charlestown and shit like that. Yeah. The gas is more expensive than if you go up towards the city. It was I was uh, I was up near the city the other day, 295 at the Cumberland Farms for gas. Cumberland Farms down in uh fucking Charlestown is like 305 per gallon. So there's a 10 cent difference right there just being, you know, know. location-wise. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean it's a it's a import thing or you know, if you go to like the vineyard, everything is just more expensive. Okay, yeah, it's uh, about 15 more minutes left. Uh, there was something I wanted to talk about earlier that came through my head, but I forgot. I should, that's why I need to keep a notepad. Gotta write these things down. Yeah, that's why I need to keep a notepad. <laughs> just, like, make a note of things as I'm going along. Um, All good. Whenever you got it. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm just, you know what? I'm going to talk about food for a little bit, because fuck it. I went and I, uh, at that troop, and I got that bomb me sandwich. And it was okay. actually really fucking good, but uh, my biggest problem with it was that it had fucking coleslaw on it. Ah. I can't do coleslaw, man. Ah. Cabbage and carrots. I hate coleslaw. Oh, dude. I, I ate the first half of the sandwich, and I was like, this slaps, but something's wrong with it. I just yeah. can't figure it out. I can't. And I opened up the second half, and I looked at it, and that's when I just picked all the coleslaw off and just went to town on that second half. Yeah, no. Slaw, I can't fucks with, man. I just don't, I don't like... Like saucy cold shit, you it's know what I mean? So gross. It's like, and it's not even sauce. It's just like a dr like I don't put dressing on salad either because mm. I can't. Well, very very light if I do. If like yeah. the salad's so fucking bland that I need to, I'll do it like a, a, a little like bit a, of Italian dressing. Right, yeah. right. But like I can't do like cold wet shit, and slaw is just that. It it's cold wet bullshit that you don't want on your plate. I'm definitely gonna go back there and get another one of those at some time and try it with <laughs> coleslaw on it. 
No, it'll probably amplify the sandwich, to be honest. It'll probably make it way better. I got, man, I got food in my refrigerator that I still haven't eaten. I want to go to D'Angelo's just to get a fucking, just to get a meatball sandwich or something. I'm hungry as shit right now. (laughs) Started talking about food, I'm fucking hungry. (laughs) You set yourself up for this one. This is why, why I I was saying this earlier, this is why I feel like my my stomach is like the worst, shittiest part of my body, because I just can't, I can't stop eating. Yeah. Like a fucking, like a motherfucker. Just snack throughout the day, bro. Eat smaller snacks throughout the day. I've tried that. You know? I've tried like handfuls of like you know nuts and stuff like that, yeah. and like it, I can do that for a couple of weeks at a time every here and yeah. there. But then I just like let go, and I'm like, I'm gonna have like four <laughs> chicken sandwiches <laughs> from where? A- anywhere that has chicken yeah. sandwiches. Yo, the Burger King fucking chicken sandwich claps hard. It's it, crazy. It really does. But here's my biggest Shit's problem moving. with it. It's mm. called the. The name of it. The King Witch or something? No, Chicken. The the Chicken. Yeah. I won't say that because that sounds like 12 different slurs. Like, that sounds like 12 different Asian slurs run together. Oh, I I don't know. I just (laughs) thought it was awkward that you're saying chicken. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the first time. I'm not going to say chicken. (laughs) I I I, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I pulled up to, like, get one. I was just going to say spicy deluxe chicken sandwich or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. That's when I saw it was called the Chicken. And I was like, can I get the. Chicken King, like I yeah. was not saying that shit. And he goes, the Chicken, and I'm like, yeah, that one. <laughs> Chiching, <laughs> got that, got that sale. I get the spicy one with the uh, with the su- with the savory sauce and the pickles on it. That's all I need. Lettuce yeah. and tomato, get that shit out of here. All it does is it just ruins the spice and the savory lettuce sauce. Lettuce and tomato, okay. Yeah, I mean, with the chicken sandwich shit, I I typically go simpler the better. Like if it's a like if I'm at Chick Fil A, I'm probably gonna get like the spicy regular sandwich because yeah. like the deluxe is cool and all that but like what do i really need that for i, r- I just want the the chicken with the the pickle and shit like that and the sauce my dad made a little bit of chick-fil-a sauce on the side dip yeah. that shit bah, it's my crazy my dad made burgers last night that were really good i'm going over to see them tonight hey. um, i hope they still have some of those burgers left over yeah last night i made one with mayonnaise and pepper on the bottom so mm-hmm. what i did was i put mayonnaise and pepper on the bottom that creates its own little juice but then on top of the mayonnaise, I put some jalapenos. Ah. And then I put the burger on, and then on top I put some uh, pickles, and it was just it was just perfect. It was yeah. Great. That sounds awesome. That sounds amazing. If they if they don't have any burgers left, I might just have to fucking stop at Five Guys and get a burger. Yeah, or g- bring some patties to the crib. Oh, yeah, bring yeah, some yeah. patties to the crib and have have your dad fucking chef them up again, bro. I do have some frozen. Nothing's pa- better. Nothing's he made that better. shit fresh, but I do have some frozen patties in my freezer. I could bring some Boca or whatever them joints oh, yeah. are. Boca burgers. Yeah, yeah, Bubba. 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 Yeah, yeah, There's Boca and Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got about ten minutes left. I want to talk about movies real quick. Uh, I just saw a movie recently called Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Came out like ninety three. That shit. A it's good '90s movie, though. I bet. It's a it's a very interesting movie because uh, what what it is is like Michael Douglas plays this guy who's just having a bad day, and then he goes on like a rampage across like Los Angeles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's like a fucking mentally ill guy or whatever. <laughs> but the movie's actually kind of subversive because like. It, it it makes commentary on its it's very meta self aware. It makes commentary on itself as it goes, and uh, it's just a very smart movie. Like it's a simple movie, mm-hmm. but it is very smart for how simple it is. Well, those '90s movies just had like a different vibe to them. Like they were written by I feel like they were written like made by writers. You know, there was more emphasis on just like grittier mm. script. 
that was back when everybody had like their job. The writers wrote, the directors directed. Yeah. Everybody kind of stayed in their lane. I mean, there were writer directors, but everybody stayed in their own lane. Writer yeah. directors did what writer directors did, whereas writers did what writers did. You, you yeah, exactly. And and I feel like the source material was different. Like they were, a lot of movies were. Like um inspired original. by original stuff, but also novels. Writers. Like they would have source material being like not like novels. Now we just, I don't know. Mo- like movies have just gone the way of like big productions and like you know uh, like superhero movies and just like mashups and collaborations of like people from different fucking universes and all that stuff. And it's it's just like kind of I don't know. Is is this the type of content that we really want to be? ingesting so much of is like Thanos and fucking Avengers. Like they, they, they make the setting they, they, they make the sets and all that stuff before they write even the movie out. Like they, 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 they have like a cool ass fucking scene mm. that they're gonna <laughs> that they're gonna eventually yeah, get, get to and they just flesh out the story from there. It's That's like, oh. how they made the uh, uncharted games. They had the set pieces first and then they wrote the story around the set pieces. Yeah. That's why the s- that's why the stories and the events were always so forced. Because it's <laughs> like you know, we came up with this cool Bro. train bit. Now we have to backwards engineer the plot to get to the train mm-hmm. bit. Did you see um did you see Army of the Dead? I did not see that. <laughs> um avoid it. But I mean unless you like kind of like bad movies. Yeah. Like I I'm kind of a fan of bad movies once in a while. Like I especially like a zombie movie. It's not going to be like 28 days later. 28 days later was just a like a great fucking film altogether, but like zombie movies can be bad to me. You know, <laughs> I can kind of fucks with it. I kind of avoided Army of the Dead because, like, I was I was a big fan of Chris D'Elia. Oh yeah, he got uh, then he got that he got canceled, accused of all that stuff. Yeah, he was supposed to be in Army of the Dead, and then they just CGI washed him out with Tignataro. Yeah, that was so cool. My 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 initial opinion of that was either a don't release the movie or just don't do that. Like that's awkward. I think they just they reshot. I understand some why. Scenes, I know? understand why they did that. Like I understand why, like ethically speaking, but yeah. like you, I've seen some of the clips from the movie, and it doesn't look natural. Like no one's ever looking at her. Oh really? Like, yeah. Like it's almost like all of her shots are like, yeah, they were filmed separately, but then the way they're presented, it's like they're presented as part of a different movie or something. Yeah, I, d- I guess now that you mention it, I did kind of notice that it seemed like some of. Her uh, her scenes were just kind of like spliced in. It, I was get, I was getting f- in like the group shots. I was getting Furious Seven flashbacks. Yeah, like no, totally. Remember how like the po- the CGI Paul Walker dummy would kind of like stand <coughs> around in the group shot sometimes. Yeah, and like it, it just looked off. Well, the whole movie was yeah, it was it was. That's how I felt about like Tignataro scenes in Army of the Dead. Like sometimes she'd <laughs> be standing with the group, and she just looked. Like she was <laughs> stiff not as fuck. And yeah, she yeah not there. Like she was not there. Very unnatural, you know. But I like, I don't know what what uh, what he was accused of doing was pretty pretty fucking serious, you yeah, know. So yeah, I I can see why they wouldn't whether want or not that. He did in it, there. I understand. I understand the, the course of direction they took. Yeah. Well, I, I heard that he was actually re- like really doing that shit. You know what I mean? I heard like from somebody kind of close to it that it was like a real thing like 16 year old girl type shit man yeah. I, I really hope not I'm trying to 
I'm trying to not hear about you. It. You're, you've been getting into comedy. Who like who are some of your favorites right now? He was one of my influences initially, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was kind of like an accidental influence. Like he wasn't a direct influence. What happened was I saw the show Undateable, and then I saw his stand-up special on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And at one point, my sister said to me, "This guy reminds me of my brother." I like that. So that's kind of that was around the time I started getting into comedy initially back in 2016. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some of my other influences are like Anthony Jeselnik. I really oh like cool, his yeah. Pan style. When I do my uh, routine on stage, that's what I try to do. I try to do like the deadpan, straightforward kind of joke telling because I don't feel like I'm good at storytelling and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I lose myself when I try to write storytelling bits. Yeah. So I just try to go with simple. Just set it up, knock it down. Set it up, knock it down. Gotcha. Um. I also like I, there's also a lot of lady comedians I like too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like they. I, I'm not trying to like do the whole Michelle Wolf. You like her? I do like Michelle. Yeah, Wolf. her shit is dope. I um, love her comedy. Ali Wong, mm-hmm. uh, of course. Eliza Schlesinger is funny sometimes. My biggest problem with her is she's just she's hilarious. She, she kills me. Yeah, sometimes she's just sometimes she just gets by on the fact that she's a hot chick, and, and like <laughs> some of her jokes aren't all that funny. <laughs> um, but then some of her stuff really is funny. I fucking uh, I'm loving Tim Dillon right now. Tim, Tim Dillon's Dillon probably one of my favorites. Yeah, he's I'm, um, I'm I love that dude's shit. I um I watched I watched the uh Come Town po- I listen to the Come Town podcast now and again mm-hmm. almost all the time and I ruined my fucking brain listening to that. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of early episodes where Tim Dillon shows up and he just fits in perfectly with those guys. Tim Dillon is perfect wherever he's at. Doesn't matter if he's on Joe Rogan. Doesn't matter if he's on right. Town. Doesn't matter if he's on a TV show. Wherever he is, he just fucking works. Yeah, he's he's that's what I like. An amazing his take. He's not I the think funniest guy, but he always works wherever he is. I think he is one of the funniest guys. I mean, I think his take is so um, unique, um, and I I think like whenever. Whenever I I hear him like riff on something, I'm always just like, yo, I really not only am and fucking dying laughing, but I r- I I respect this dude's commitment to <coughs> to like what he's telling you, you yeah. know. And I I think like he can, I think him, um, Dave Attell, J- and Joey Diaz might be like some of my favorite comedians. Tom Segura. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I know, I know. Tony Hinchler just fucked up and got canceled, but he was also one of my biggest. Influences. What did he get fucking nailed for? Because he was doing a show, and there was some Asian comedian who like went on before him and introduced him, and you mm-hmm. can actually see the video clip. He just starts like saying like racist Asian shit. Yeah. And um, uh. it, it's just <laughs> having like, a bad night. Yeah, he just goes up on stage and starts saying like fucking all this stuff. Check out this, this wild shit. Say, to congratulate this. Woo, motherfucker like yeah. saying like racial slurs and stuff and it's like I, I didn't watch the whole thing because it was uncomfortable it was like I yeah he was maybe he was tr- now there it's are different when they're like you know make like don't making do fun of people that like have like something like that they really can't control or if you can tell that they're not cool with like where you're going with it it's probably just best to move on yeah. and if the dude was like getting up during his set like maybe he'd been fucking with them throughout the set but like you know, at the same time, you're at a comedy show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at th- at the same time, I think like, especially when it comes to you know them doing their work, they should have a lot of freedom to say what they want. But like sometimes, like the Michael Richards shit yeah. is obviously not cool. Exactly. And I'm, I'm I didn't see this Hinchcliffe shit, but like you know, I'm all right with like ironic satire racism and bigotry. I do it all the time myself. I'm always making jokes where I imply the n word and stuff. Um, 
and you know everyone's always like my sister's always looking at me like oh and it's like but i didn't say it and like that's kind of like my whole thing is like trying mm-hmm. to poke the bear without actually like waking it up exactly mm. some things are just too far like tony hinchliffe straight up saying that ch slur oh yeah not cool i don't care what context that's in you just yeah bro the guy introduces you and then you go up on stage and you're like hey oh to him yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was a. I I didn't know it was a fucking host or an MC. Oh yeah, dude. I'll have to, I'll have to show you the. I'll I want they. The I mean, they must have known each other or like. Yeah. Like really well or something. Like I would I would assume that they would know each other well for him to. I would assume to so too, but like that's the thing. I would never like like J- Jesse Piff is one of my best friends. I would never ever use yeah. an N word on him, against him, around him, or anything. I just I wouldn't. Yeah. Um. I w- I've said I've said and done lots of other you know fucked up ironic racist shit in front of Jesse, but there's there's lines I won't cross. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Tony crossed that line. Doesn't matter. Knows it doesn't matter like what your relationship is to that person. Like. Right. Me personally, as a mixed race person who looks white, I feel like there's just certain rules that are just hard line, like no's. Yeah, and 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 you can kind of tell when it's not. Uh not called for like i think like you you try a joke and it doesn't connect and it doesn't feel good um and you know there's a there's a shame in that like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean there's like a feeling of like insecurity of like oh shit i just made a joke and it like wasn't funny or it hurt this person's feelings um but you know that's kind of like i don't know like the point of comedy and yeah i mean one of the points of comedy is to just point out absurd shit to say wild shit that of of course it's being said at a fucking comedy club because it's fucking ludicrous, you know, and 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 of course we shouldn't be taking it so seriously oh because yeah. it's a comedy show. And my general rule on comedy, like when I'm doing my act, is you're supposed to position yourself as a dumb guy. You're not supposed to be an intellectual. Sure. Yeah. Man or woman. Self-deprecation goes a long way with man or with woman. Comedy, you're supposed man. to position yourself as kind of a dumb person making dumb observations yeah. on things. Figuring it out. That's how you present it. Now sometimes. Sometimes there is a certain layer or or in layer of intelligence or a little extra depth to it. Yeah. But you're supposed to start from that square one of I'm just a dumb person talking about stuff into a microphone. Yeah, it's it's <coughs> it's relatable. You know what I mean? It's like we all feel like we don't know everything, and if you do, you probably know less than people who think they don't know anything you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you probably know a lot less than those people who are like constantly questioning and wondering and why is it this way and like with comedy that's kind of like what the expectation is at least with me for good comedy is like you know pointing things out questioning things like i don't have a, a horse in this race but i'm you know i'm gonna like have like this uncommon opinion or be a devil's advocate or point some like point out the fallacy in something you know so yeah. i'm a, i'm a big fan of that and like there's a lot of parallels between um like stand up comedy the performance and the and the creating of it and like creating music that's worth a shit too like creating music that you know blurs lines and and at like flips expectation mm. with that being said uh oh that's it you're going to end the <laughs> podcast there okay <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean that's that's a good note to leave off on. I don't want to. Sure. Know, uh, we're at an hour and two minutes. Oh, uh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been John Phelps. Uh, John, go ahead and, and plug stuff, plug things. Yeah. So um, 
It's it's John Phelps. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, ITS John Phelps. My website, it's johnphelps.com. You can check uh, check out the shop. You buy can a sweatshirt. You can buy a sweatshirt. Juan has one somewhere around here. I left it in my car. Left it in the car. Whoops. But, um, yeah, aside from that, just got some new it. music, you know. And aside from that, some new videos. And aside from that, some shows, you know. We just grinding. Nice, nice. Yes, sir. So that has been I don't know I don't remember what number episode of the Million X Girlfriends podcast this is, but uh that's uh the beginning of season three. And uh yeah. Uh we out. Peace. Bye. Hey. Tight. <laughs>